seriously on Observer Effect. You must go to the array and stop whatever incursion may have occurred. This is not just years ahead of its time. <laughs> this is uh, centuries ahead of its time. What's happening here, Dr. Black? Is there something that you're not telling us? Yeah, the, the power surge. Well, it was more like a blue-white light. It seemed to emanate from everywhere at once. And then when it hit... What did you make of that supercomputer? Well, from my understanding of it, there is no possible way that that machine is functioning. But yet there it is. I think it's related to that uh, Air Force technology. After a mysterious power outage, the researchers at the Array appear oblivious to the changes happening within their own minds. The agents continue their investigation into the campus and its inhabitants. Alright guys, so just to recap, 1952, Dr. Malakoff, you're outside by the generator and you were trying to keep away from the cameras. Lawrence Jameson, you were outside by the by the atrium by yourself. I had gone to the van to grab the dosimeter to check if uh, there was any electromagnetic pulses. Yep. And so you went you went back around to the array to mm -hmm. to check that and you also at nineteen fifty two experience a, a pulsating sensation not unlike what you experienced earlier in the day and brad clark you were in the hallway uh you had left dr takagawa in the kitchen uh and you had stepped down into the hallway when suddenly you dropped to your knees grasping at your head because again a pulse uh in your mind uh, just like what happened earlier in the day occurred but for you as you were grasping at your head when you looked up down the hallway you notice a woman kind of appear from from midair, and uh, you you had to project uh, the the sanity loss from that from that sight onto your son. So, I need all of you to make me a d willpower times five roll. So the way that works, just kind of like a sanity roll, only instead of your sanity score, you roll d one hundred and test it against your willpower times five. Uh oh. Ninety-nine. Uh, ninety-five. <laughs> so, failing. <laughs> oh no. Ah, oh, nice. I passed. I got a thirty-one. So, uh, we'll start with um, we'll start with the one who passed. So, Lawrence Jameson, roll it. So you you're able to kind of get a grasp of your mind. Uh, you. You don't lose any sanity or willpower, and uh, you you kind of uh, close your mind to these to these sensations, uh, just like before your body's vibrating. You start to experience some visions, but you close it all off very quickly. Brad Clark, you roll one d four for me, please. Oh, that's never good. Uh, three. Okay, so you lose three willpower points. Oh my. And three oh, sanity points as well. Okay, so you had dropped to your knees, you were holding your head, and now you hit your breaking point. Yeah, I'm uh, below my breaking point. Project <laughs> <laughs> 39. So, 
as all this stuff is happening, it's too overwhelming for you. Um, did you want to project the sanity loss and try it? Yeah, sure. I'll right, project so it to my wife. Okay, so roll 1d4. Uh, I roll a 2. All right, so um, subtract your bond with your wife by 1, and then you can subtract 2 points of sanity loss. You still okay. lose the 3, and then subtract 2 willpower points. So that's you've lost 5 willpower points just in this one incident, so your willpower might be pretty low. Yep. We'll to that <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I'm uh, at uh, 41 uh, sanity, and my breaking is 40, so not gonna last long, <laughs> apparently. What's your willpower point at? Uh, my willpower is at 5. <laughs> If your willpower hits zero, you go unconscious. Uh, okay. And now we're going to go to Dr. Malakoff. You had a very unfortunate role, my friend. I got a 99. You lose, uh, so that's a critical failure. So you lose four willpower points and you lose four points of sanity. Did you want to yeah. project your sanity loss? Y yes. Yes, I would. I'll project it onto uh, my uncle Thomas. All right, roll me a d4, please. Can you get a crit roll on this? <laughs> four. <laughs> four. Four, nice. So subtract your bond with Thomas by two. Subtract four willpower points. So you've lost eight willpower points in this incident. Oh, amazing. But you're, you can basically, you, you take no sanity loss because you've subtracted all of it by projecting it all to your uncle. <laughs> Unfortunately. Eight, you <laughs> um, so, so that puts me on three, three willpower. Mm, yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, you both have very low willpower. Uh, projecting might not be an option moving forward. Uh, but uh, yours was exceptionally bad. Um, your, your visions, uh, you start seeing, just like before, this roiling black mass open up as the sky tears open and it's just expanding exponentially in all directions but as it expands it's kind of like got tendrils that, that are reaching out as it expands you don't know what it is and uh, you can try and remember a little bit more or try to, to envision a little bit more but it you feel like it might be it might be impactful to your uh, to your sanity if you do so no chance okay all right fair enough <laughs> All right, and uh, as this pulse kind of ends, um, you, uh, Brad Clark, you hear Dr. Takagawa in the kitchen scream. <laughs> and this woman that appears right in front of you in the hallway, she just kind of looks around. Uh, you notice her eyes as you kind of rub your eyes and, and get a grasp of yourself. You look up and you notice her eyes are completely white, like, a, like she's blind, like her pupils are gone. And she, but she seems to be looking around, and then she stops and says, "I'm back. This is where we did it." And then she kind of gives, she kind of starts to eke out a smile that looks almost sinister. And then she begins to walk towards the researcher's office. So is she walking towards me or away from me? She's walking. So you're down the hallway by the kitchen. She's walking. So you're like south, let's say. She's walking towards the east, where the researchers' offices are. Okay. Uh, do I see any 
fire access in the on the walls like you remember this the um the closet had some tools but there's there's a emergency um fire extinguisher no fire access uh, okay i'll run and grab the fire extinguisher so you'd have to break the glass yeah i'll break the glass with my elbow all right so you break the glass and um what are you doing after that uh i'll so the doctor is uh, screaming in the kitchen dr takagawa is screaming over here the the fire extinguisher is like right here okay so, so well, after i grab the fire extinguisher uh, I'll run into the kitchen. And you see Takagawa see... gri- grasping at his head, just going, "No, no, my eyes, my eyes." Okay, so I'll I'll hit him in the head with the fire extinguisher to <laughs> knock him out. <laughs> okay, so if you're trying to stun, how it works in Delta Green, normally you'd get a minus twenty percent to the attempt, and if you hit, you stun the person. In this case, because he is incapacitated. Uh, I'll give you a plus 40%. So you can make your roll at a plus 20 net. Okay, so I'm uh, rolling melee. Uh, unarmed combat, or yeah, melee, sorry. Un- or, or unarmed. Or, um, melee weapons, or uh, you can do unarmed and try to just... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do unarmed and... Did you say plus 20? Plus 20%. To okay, so I'm at 80 then. So yeah. I roll a 1. Nice. Okay, that's <laughs> so- a critical success. So... Boom! You knock him out cold, and he's just... Okay, and after that, I'll uh, dash uh, through the kitchen to the door that leads to the lab. So you walk into the computer lab, and there is Yinsei Fan, and she's just, like, kind of standing back up. You can tell that she was on the ground, and she's, like, a little bit dazed. And then she just gets up and then continues going back to the, to the keyboard and typing again, like if nothing happened. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, run to the other door that leads to the corridor in the middle. Okay. And uh, I'll I'll prepare the fire extinguisher so that if the door opens, I can dose uh, the whoever comes through with the fire extinguisher. Yingsei looks at you as you're running, and she goes, she sees the fire extinguisher, and she looks up at you, and she says, "Is there a fire?" Uh, I'll just like signal him that uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't mind me. <laughs> okay. There's nothing to be worried about. I I don't uh, pay any attention. I'm just looking at the door if it opens. Okay. So she continues typing. All right. Let's go to the outside where. Uh, let's go first to Lawrence Jameson. So you're outside by the atrium. You you finally recover from this pulse. And uh, yeah, so what are you doing from that? Uh, so I have the dosimeter uh, in my hand at this point, and I would go ahead and try to try to do some readings of the of the surveying area. Uh, yeah. So you're doing you're you're trying to get readings, and there's there's nothing, uh, nothing out of the ordinary at all. What the f- Fuck. Um, is there anyone else outside that I can see? Right behind you, uh, down by the main building, by the generator, you notice uh, 
Dr. Malikoff, and he seems to be really interested in the generator. <laughs> Can I use my craft microelectronics to see if perhaps the the dosimeter is broken? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your percentage at? Uh, 60. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not... As far as you can tell, it's not broken. Everything seems to be functioning properly. Okay. Um, so as I'm continuing to survey the area with the dosimeter, I would head towards uh, Malakoff and... Are, are you all right? You look... You look a bit frazzled. Uh, I'll, I'll be okay. Um... We've got to we've got to shut this place down. It's not natural. This uh, this generator. I'm 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 going to uh, going to sabotage the generator, and then we need to uh, we need to cut the power off to this facility. We need to make sure that we're not caught doing this. We d- we don't want to attract unwanted attention to the program. Um, I don't think it'll attract attention to the program. I think we've got to protect lives first. No one knows we're we're here because of the program. True. But it would it would be strange if news got out that a group of DOE inspectors came and sabotaged a hollow beam array. We is there uh, Vase? Is there a, still a guard at the at the security at the hut? security hut down here? There's a guard. Yeah, uh, if you recall, um, the one that's there, uh, she just basically checked your IDs, and there are there are several monitors right behind right behind her desk uh, where. She sees the video feed. I've already, I've already checked. There's no cameras watching the generator. Just need to uh, cut the fuel line and. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there, is there any tools to do that? It's not like we brought anything with us to do something like that. I show him the stuff I picked up from the closet. Look, Mike, how did you snag that from the, from the supply closet? It's just lying there. It's fine. Flying there. I didn't realize that you had a you had skills of pilfering, Doctor Malakov. You don't seem like the type. Well, just general maintenance, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, this is this is. Look, I've been in prickly situations before, and I don't want to lose any more agents. This 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 place. You know, I don't know what's going on, but unless you can tell me otherwise, this generator needs to be out of commission. And then we need to work out a way of stopping whatever it is this array is doing from doing. But how anything. do we know the generator is going to cut the power to the entire facility? What if it just no. cuts power to the electricity? No, I, it's a backup it's, generator. So if, if we cut the power, the backup generator will keep the array going. So, I'm but going. not for long, I would assume. Well, either way, I. This, this, this has got to, got, I've got to switch it off. What if we, and hear me out here, what if we call the power company and tell them that this facility is unsafe and we tell them to cut the power? Yep, that's great. Um, then the generator kicks in, and if its fuel pipe's cut, it won't kick in, and then the, the, the array will shut down properly. Mm-hmm. But again, the generator will need fuel, so it's not going to last forever. And we don't. We, I think, if we cut it now, it'll seem too obvious that we tampered with something. Whereas if we call the power company, then we can we can make our make our escape, and hopefully we can disable the the array for for good. 
Because I do agree, I think there is clearly something very wrong happening here. Well, what, what's what's our other options? I mean, I, I admit, I think I think I think this just needs to be shut down. But you know, cutting the power to the company, we don't even know what's going on here. I find I find this computer D or whatever they were calling it to be very odd. It doesn't seem like there's any way of powering it or how it functions it's very strange it just seems like a monitor plugged into the aether which doesn't even make sense yeah they're obviously following commands from from that and whether it's remote or otherwise um i, I just want that to stop whatever it is so that we can see what what's happening it doesn't it doesn't you know all my all my training none none of this none of this makes sense right well before you do anything rash, let's go to the van and let's make a couple phone calls with the burner phones. All right, so as you guys are heading to the van, let me jump to Brad Clark. Uh, you're waiting by the door. And you hear footsteps in the hallway by the researcher's office. You hear some talking. And then you hear a few footsteps uh, getting closer to the doorway. There seems to be two people because they're, they're having a conversation. One's male, one's female. And they're heading towards the door of the lab where you're uh, standing is, behind. Is the female sound the same that the uh, one that appeared and said... Something yes. in the okay. Well, I'll uh, put my back against the wall and stand right behind the door, uh, next to the door. So when the door opens, I won't be seen. Okay. Door opens and um, the two people walk in. You recognize Doctor Black and the lady that appeared, and they're just having like a normal conversation. Uh, they're talking all sorts of scientific stuff, and Ying Seifan turns around when they walk through the door and they go. Oh, I have the next reports for you. And uh, Dr. Black says, Good. Um, any uh, changes in the predictions? Any changes since the power surge? Oh, no, no. And then uh, the lady that's with Dr. Black is just like, Well, this this is good. Um, I'm telling you, Dr. Black, there's, there's strange, strange things that only you would, would understand along with me. Are you still just standing there? Uh, yeah, because now they're sounding like normal. So I'm a bit hesitant to act. So I'll just keep quiet and have the fire extinguisher at the ready. Okay. So if they uh, start acting any different and notice me, I, I can just burst uh the fire extinguisher at their face. All right. Uh, you hear Dr. Black say, well, you know, honestly, I was too embarrassed and uncomfortable to talk about it before with you, but, you know, it felt like nonsense before, but now I do feel, especially since you're telling me what you've experienced, there must be a connection between mysticism and, and physics. I've been trying to find a connection, and this is probably it. Uh, and the the woman says, I, 
just, I can't put it into words. But I'm telling you, it's just reality. It's not what we think. It's not what we've been taught. It's not what we've studied. It's all wrong. The only reality is probably this thing that I told you about. We're just a, a figment of its imagination, its dreams, something. And uh, Dr. Black says, I've heard of, I've heard of this, this phenomenon. Others have studied this type of thing before. It's a, uh, they talk about music and, and flutes, but I think it's not music. It's quite possibly the pulses that D is sensing. Miss Jingfei, can you can you have D run another report on its uh, on its musical pulses? Oh yes, yes, Doctor Black, I can do it right away. D, D, can you uh, analyze the data and put it into musical form? Are you still staying in the room? Uh, yeah. So D says processing. And then you hear the the pulsing, but this time there's it's not quite monotonous, but the the rhythm is exactly the same as when you guys were talking to Doctor Black when he was tapping his fingers, and um, all of a sudden uh, the the lady that's with Doctor Black she says, "This is it. This is what I'm trying to tell you." And then Doctor Black just goes, "No, no, 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 no," and he storms out the door. And then you just hear right behind the door. He's clearly vomiting right outside the door. You okay. uh, make me a sanity roll, please. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I fail. So, 59. You lose four points of sanity. Uh, can you I can try and uh, project. This is going to be your last chance because you're willpower is so low. Okay, so D4. You want to project it? Yep. Yeah. D4. Uh, two. Okay, so subtract. Who are you projecting to? Uh, I'll project to my other twin boy. <laughs> your poor kids. <laughs> yeah. Your relationship with your kids is going to hell. Uh, so drop one point from your bond with your other twin son, and then drop two points from the sanity. So you lose two points of sanity instead. Okay, so I still go through uh, past the breaking point. Alright, so you hit the breaking point. Um, <laughs> at this point, you drop to the ground and you curl up and you're just holding your head and you're doing the same thing as Dr. Black. Just no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And uh, Yingfei just stops and turns and uh, the other lady kind of stops and turns. Oh, I didn't realize there was someone else here. Yingfei, who is this man? And you're just doing that, but you, you can barely, like, pay attention to what they're saying because you're just completely overwhelmed by this, this sense of impending doom. Yes, uh, Chicago Power. Yes, this is... This is a DOE uh, inspector, and then I would give them my ID number. Mm-hmm. The Olympian Hollowbeam Array experienced a power surge at 15.30 this afternoon and has since had 
numerous incidents throughout the course of the day. We arrived here at around 1700 and I I dutifully request that you sh shut the power off to the array at once. Hold please, you say the Olympian facility? Correct. No, uh, we don't have any indication or records of any power search. Are you sure you're calling about the right location? Yes. Explain that on-site surges and we need to uh, stabilize the facility. Nope, uh, nothing in our side indicates any kind of power surges at all. If you need power shut down, you have to go through the proper channels. Uh, can I make a bureaucracy roll? Sure. I am the proper channel, damn it. <laughs> oh. oh, crap. No! I got a 31 and I have a 30. That's bullshit. <laughs> um, you'll have to go through the proper channel. We'll need, a, we'll need to have your supervisor speak with our supervisor. Okay, uh, I'm going to call our handler. Okay. So, uh, Agent Hua, or are you calling uh, Eve Carpenter? Eve Carpenter. Yes. How's it going over there? There's been numerous incidences since our arrival here at 1500. The, the power company has no record of the power surge, and I think that we need to pull some strings to get the power shut off here. You think the power sh shutting off the power will help? I think at the very least it'll it'll prevent further further incursions from happening. You think it's that simple? Um, I guess it's worth a shot. She sounds very rattled. Um, so there's definitely something going on there, huh? There's definitely something really fucked up happening here. You don't know the half of it. I didn't tell you this before. The reason we called you specifically, all of you, all of us experienced something at 10 o'clock this morning, didn't you? You as well. We all did. But uh, the most disturbing thing, we had a emergency notice sent to us uh, regarding this, this array. It was from you guys. From us? Yes. We have no record of ever sending you to this array before. But the notice was from you saying that you were at the array and things were going haywire. How did the notice get to you? Was it, how was it sent? We got a signal and uh, the notice was placed in a green box. Where is the green box? Locally in Chicago, but its location is not important. What's important is I also had a hand in the notice. I've never been to the array. What the fuck? I've never written that notice. We clearly mustn't have either. This is our first time here as well. Whatever this is, we need to destroy it. We need to end it. Our plan is to cut the power entirely. There's a generator on site. And Malkov acquired the tools necessary to cut the gas line, so our plan is to 
hopefully get the power shut off from the power company and then kill the generator. Okay, I'll pull some strings. Luckily, we have uh, Agent Hua, who is also employed with the Department of Energy. He can pull the right strings. Give me a few minutes. All right, so it is now 8.30. Brad Clark, uh, you finally get up, and uh, you feel you feel like really strange, like overwhelmed. Something seems to be pulling at the very fabric of your of your molecular structure, and that's and and as this musical um, pattern was being played, uh, you started getting all sorts of flashes of memories from um, you kind of not existing, but existing at the same time. Your hand would be moving and your hand would be over here, but yet you'd also see it moving, and you'd also see it over here. You'd also feel it scratching at your head all at the same time. And it kind of drove you into just close your eyes, curl up, and hope for it to end. Uh, but you're finally over it, and you stand up. And Yingsei Fan is just typing away like nothing. Uh, the lady that was with uh, Dr. Black, uh, she steps. She has stepped outside. You don't know where she's gone. Um, and you know Dr. Black is experiencing something as well. So, you get up and what are you doing? I'll grab the fire extinguisher and I'll head to the corridor. Uh, so, uh, as you step into the corridor, you notice on the ground there is a vomitus and then um, you see Dr. Black going into his office, like just walking into his office. Okay, I'll uh, walk into the office and he says hey why do you have that fire extent and as he's saying that the power goes out yeah i'll do uh, as as at the moment the power goes out i'll uh, fire off the fire extinguisher off to his face <laughs> and after that i'll go and whack him to the head with the fire extinguisher okay uh so roll me <laughs> Uh, roll me uh, the. Uh, in this case, it would be a melee weapons roll. So seventy-four. So I didn't have any bones, so I failed. Ah. Uh. <laughs> All right. So you try to fire at his face, and he goes, "Whoa!" He he like ducks behind the desk. What are you doing? If, if, if I don't hit him, then I'll just douse the whole office and uh, make it really uh, hard to move around there. So if if the Dr. Black tries to get out of there, I, I can easily whack him with the fire extinguisher. And I'll, I'll he, stay he at the screaming. door. Help! 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 And you hear the door next door open and uh, you hear um, footsteps kind of walking towards your office. Alright, uh, Lawrence Jameson and Malakoff, uh, you guys, I'm assuming, are walking back around the building to the generator to do your plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know your blind spot. Uh, so, are you going to then just cut it, cut the fuel line? I am going to stand guard, essentially, in the blind spot okay. while Malakoff does his business. Uh, I'll, I'll use my uh, uh, knowledge of the, uh, the, the generator to... Um, Make it look like it's a loose connection or something. 
and uh, just disconnect the uh, fuel line. Okay, so you cut the line, and uh, as you're cutting the line, you hear, and the lights outside, the, the there's some spotlights kind of to shine a light uh, outdoors, uh, go out, and it is getting dark. The sun is, is basically gone down, and as the power kind of goes out, you cut the generator, and you, you hear... The generator try to kick on, but there's no fuel. I, I, I turn to uh, Agent uh, Lawrence. Say so we should go and check that uh, that computer you mentioned is uh, is not active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should make sure we do that. Make sure we get Agent Clark and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is is that door to the lab open from yeah. the generator? Yeah, yeah, okay. and. Um, are you guys going through it? What do you think? I think it would make more sense if we go through the front door. Okay. To make it look like we didn't do anything wrong. Let's do that. All right. So uh, which way are you going? This way or this way? We'll go back through around the blind spot um, to the security hut. All right. So funny you say that because coming from the security hut, you notice uh, someone walking with a flashlight around the side of the building towards you. Oh, which way are they walking? They're walking, uh, around, they're walking the, around the building from the security hut to its closest uh, turn around the building. So basically the west side yeah. up north to the around. So we'll walk the other way, shall we? Yeah, can we can we make an alertness check to make sure we don't get spotted and then roll stealth afterward? Yeah, uh, alertness is not necessary because they have a flashlight so you notice them, but you can roll your stealth check. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll do it as a group roll. So basically, um, we'll just divide your total scores and see what the and test it. My stealth is terrible. <laughs> mine's basically <laughs> ten. Yeah, mine is two. All right, here we go. Better to be lucky than to be good. Ah, hogwash! I got a forty-five. Thirty-three. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you both try to be really stealthy and clank clank it's so dark you can't really see and you kind of run into the generator and you see the the guard uh she screams hey who's there what's going on over there and you hear her start running towards the the generator uh run around the other <laughs> side of the building <laughs> yeah you guys no, are able to no. get around before she can see you well no I, I i i um i go there's been another power surge what's what's going on um, she says, who's that? It's, you, it, the inspector? It's, it's Dr. Malikov. What happened over here? Um, the, I don't know. I was just expect, inspecting the array, and then the, the lights went out, and I came back to the building. What, what What's happened? All the power went out, and uh, for some reason the generator didn't kick on. So... Can someone explain to me what on earth is happening in this array? When... Did, you had a power surge earlier on today. What what happened at that point? Did did the generator kick on then? Um, the the generator did kick on, uh, but uh, that just kept the power on in the in the building and in, in the security uh, systems. The laser itself had to be reset. What? This is not a power surge, though. There's this is a full on power outage. We better get uh, better check everyone else is okay in the building. 
Yes, and then she picks up her uh, her radio to the other security guard, and then uh, he responds. Yeah, the power the power's out here too. Uh, Got to keep watch over here. Uh, so then she comes with you. She says, uh, "Yes, let's go check on everybody." Okay. So I lead her, walk back the way she came. Okay. Um, she says, "Wait, let me see if we can get this generator running." Well, I'm more concerned about the facility inside. Um, yes, but it might be easier for us to see if we can get this going real quick. It'll just take a second. Uh, she walks up to the generator. Um, but it's it's dark. It's so hard for her to see. Roll me a luck roll. Okay. Uh, oh, it's 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. 20. Nice. She says, hmm, can't spot anything wrong with it. Okay, let's go check on everybody. So she starts walking back around with you. Um, Agent Jameson, what are you doing? Uh, so while he's distracting her, um, is there, from from what we can see outside, is there any power to the array? Can we still, like, hear the... No, the, the array the lasers are shut down. Like, you can't hear anything. I would, at this point, probably go into the main entrance to find Clark. Okay. So you go all the way back around. Uh, main entrance. Um, you'll have to push the doors open because they're sliding doors that are normally powered. Uh, so you push mm-hmm. them open and um, you hear snoring coming right from the kitchen. Which is right by the entrance. Uh, presumably that's Takagawa. I believe that's where we left him. Um I'm going to ignore the snoring for now. Okay. So you continue down the hallway. All right. Um, You see a woman uh, walking. It's very hard because it's dark, but uh, she says, You, are you one of the inspectors? Who's there? Oh, well, I'm uh, one of the uh, physicists, Dr. Klinger. Am I able to see her? You can't really see that while it's super dark. Dr. Klinger, is there anyone else in the building? Uh, presumably everybody's here. Is there anyone in in the atrium? Not that I know of, no. Um, anyone, if anyone would be there, it'd be Kozak. Have you heard, have you heard anything from Kozak? Is he safe? Uh, no, I just was speaking with Dr. Black and Dr. Campbell. If you would want to step outside, there, we might be able to see a little bit better. It's it's pitch black out there. There's no lights outside either. Well, uh, maybe the security guard has a flashlight. Let's go talk to her to, to her outside. I would like to use my persuade skill to persuade her to go outside, wait for the uh, security guard and uh, Doctor Malakoff while I check the rest of the building. Okay, roll me persuade roll. I got a 16. Nice. That's a good idea. I'll I'll go talk to the security guard and get a flashlight and be right back. She doesn't seem to be stumbling at all. Uh, like she can see perfectly in the dark? Yeah. Like you don't hear that, you know, the, the cautious movement. She's walking with conviction. Mm-hmm. And she steps outside. Yeah, so I would continue down the hallway to the right and go into the lab. Okay. Um, so 
as you're as you're going down the hallway, you just hear, help, help, whoosh, help. And uh, as you're about to make it into the lab, you see or you hear footsteps coming out of, out of Dr. Campbell's office. What's going on over there? Do I recognize the voice as Dr. Campbell? It's Dr. Campbell. Okay. Uh, Dr. Campbell, it appears as though the power has been completely shut off to the facility. I suggest that you you wait outside while we recover everyone else from the building. We have safety procedures for this. Everybody's supposed to meet at a, at a meeting spot just outside the facility in case of a fire or an emergency. They should all be heading there. But I hear someone crying for help. I will go and inspect. Why don't you go and go to the meeting place and I will... I will take care of the situation. Can I use my persuade skill again? Um, yeah, but she's the head researcher, so she, you know it's her. It's kind of her team. So, let's give you a minus twenty percent. All to right, that all right. I got this. I got a sixty in persuade. I'm very persuasive. Ah, uh, boo hockey. I got a seventy. I'm sorry, but I must make sure my team is safe. I'll come with you. Uh, right. Right at the end of the hall is the lab. Uh, she kind of knows her way around a little bit, but she's stumbling a little. Yingfei, we must go to the meeting spot. Okay, Dr. Campbell. I just want to make sure D is safe. Uh, so I would I'd follow her. Is is it obvious that D is still powered on? D never made any sound at all. Like, there were no fans. Yeah, but, like, the, the monitors would be on, right? Oh, the monitors are out. The power's out. Okay, so... So it's it's not obvious that the computer is on. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I guess if if the power is disconnected and the monitors aren't on, I would just continue to play the facade of trying to get everyone out of the building safely. Okay. Uh, so you get you gather Gingfei. Um, okay. We must go outside. And uh, her and Doctor Campbell say, "Well, we just got to find um, Kozak and." Uh, I heard some screaming from Dr. Black's office. Something's going on over there. Let's go find Dr. Black, and I believe one of you should go and help Mr. Takagawa out of the building. I don't believe he has recovered from his from his sickness just yet. Where is Dr. Takagawa? I believe he is in the kitchen area. Okay, that's right by the entrance. I go find him. So she, Yingfei is kind of stumbling, kind of just... You hear her touching the wall to make sure she doesn't fall or run into stuff. Uh, Dr. Campbell's with you. Are you guys going back to Dr. Black's office? Yeah. All right. Uh, the door is is closed. Did you lock the door, Brad Clark? No. Okay. It's, uh, it's closed. So the door's closed. You just hear screaming. Okay. Uh, open the door. You can't see anything, but you just hear, push. help, help me. Dr. Campbell? You hear, you hear the loud sound of something spraying, and you feel... You feel something like inside the room, like foam being sprayed everywhere. I guess I would, I would let Doctor Campbell take the lead at this point. What's going on over here, Doctor Black? Come, we're we're evacuating the building. Uh, what are you doing, Brad Clark? Are you continuing to spray? Yeah, I'll continue until the extinguisher is uh, depleted, and then uh, uh, I'll just lie in wait. Uh, if uh, Doctor Black comes too close, I'll. Hits him. Okay, so he comes. He comes around at his desk. Uh, so he comes around and then starts going towards the entrance of the of the office. Yeah. So I'll try to hit him 
Okay. Minus 20% because you cannot see it then. So Just give him another minus twenty because the floor is soaked in foam. So uh, I hit twenty-three and minus uh, sixty minus twenty. So yeah, I hit. So Agent Jameson, you hear thung, like a metallic clank hitting something hard, and then a thud. Oh, Jesus! As the sound of a of a human. Hitting the floor, unconscious. Oh my god! I still let Doctor Campbell take the lead. What? There's someone in here attacking. Something's going on. Come. She like grabs your hand and is trying to pull you away to run out outside. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would, I'd take okay, that lead. You hear people running, uh, Mr. Clark. Okay. I, uh, if uh, Doctor Black is unconscious and the others are leaving, then I'll just drop the empty fire extinguisher and start dragging Dr. Black out, out of the room and towards the ex- exit. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so you guys start heading towards the exit. So, uh, Dr. Malakoff, you and the security guard uh, arrive back at the security hut. She's got her flashlight on, and as you're getting there, you see um, Klinger. So, Klinger is standing outside. You recognize her from the description. Um, and the security guard saying, Dr. Klinger, the power's out. Uh, we have our uh, security protocols and uh, everyone should be meeting at the, at the meeting spot in case of emergency. And Dr. Klinger's like, something's happening. Something's going on. And the security guard says, yes, yes, the power's out. Dr. Klinger, I don't believe we've uh, been introduced um, I'm one of the inspectors uh, reviewing the facility. It's quite uh, unfortunate that you'd have a power power cut at the, at a time like this. That is very unfortunate, but it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. But do you uh, care to elaborate for for the purposes of the inspection? Do you not understand reality? It's not real. We're just a dream just waiting to be consumed it's it's the music the, the patterns of energy the given meaning and sound and perception it's it can represent the fundamental forces of, of and energies of, of reality it's uh, I don't know how to put it into words I, I, I like music too but this is a power cut and uh, presumably this is affecting the array I mean how how is how is the facility functioning in this situation it doesn't matter everything everything is just there for consumption she grabs you by the arms and she says boundless bubbling black chaos it hungers it, it gnaws and, and gibbers. It's the only thing in the universe. The only thing that's I'd real. kindly like you to take your hands off me now. Dr. She lets go. I'm trying to explain to you. It's, it's beyond space-time. It, it is space-time. It's ha- everything. What have you discovered here? It's not the discovery. It's where I've been. How did you get there? What happened? I don't know. I think... I think 
our observation. You see, it's the observer effect. When, when you look at something and are experimenting, the mere fact that you're looking at it changes its, its processes, its, its behavior. This thing, as we started to notice it, it began to notice us. I don't know how to put it into words. Let, let me get the other scientists to come out here and, and I can explain it to them. They'll understand. Dr. Black will understand. So how did you get where you... Was it part of the array when you got to this place? I don't know what what got it there, but it, it's not real. We're not... We're just part of... part of its dreams. I look at the security guard. Um, is she... She seems disturbed. Yeah. I sort of look at her and then look back at Dr. Klinger and sort of raise my eyebrows a little bit um, saying uh, I think Dr. Klinger you you need some help and sort of nod to the security guard to see uh, if she's sort of on the same page as me. Are you willing to help me? I think you do need help Dr. Klinger how, how best can we help you? I don't know yet let's meet with the others they might have answers for us have spent a few hours at the Olympian hollow beam array research facility and the researchers at the array appear oblivious to the changes happening within their own minds. There must be a connection between mysticism and physics. I've been trying to find a connection and this is probably it. We're just a, a figment of its imagination, its dreams reason we called you specifically, all of you, all of us experienced something. the void of infinity next time in the conclusion of Observer Effect. <laughs>